I'm Michael Kist of Bleeding Green Nation, and I invite you, gentle listener, to join us for the best analysis of the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles in the business. BGN Radio provides you with the most informative preview shows, and the Kist and Solak show dives deep into all the schemes and X and O details you could ever want. Plus discussions with the industry's brightest minds, including former NFL players and press conferences from the Eagles coaching staff to keep you up to date and informed every step of the way. Subscribe to Bleeding Green Nation today. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live post game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. That was this. That was a perfect outcome, honestly. Uh, Carter Hart looked fine. You know, he looked fine. Uh, the two goals were just uh, defensive deficiencies, and the Flyers didn't score, so they didn't have a chance to uh, earn a useless loser point. So the lose for Hughes, the croppo for Kako, uh, it's all on, fam. We can do it. We can actually get into this uh, into this race. We can stay in it for the top pick, get one of those two guys. Uh, you only, you know, it's like the lottery. It's like the actual lottery because it is a lottery. You can't win if you don't play. And God damn it, if these Flyers aren't playing, uh, they are really in it for this last place. And I got to say, I commend the effort. Uh, making it look like you're actually trying when you're not is hard. Um, oh, they they did try, and this is this is how bad they are. Well, well, fuck, this team is terrible. Uh, oh, my, I, I tweeted this. I don't know how many people uh, follow me that joined me here. Um, I, I watched the first period from a local bar, and the game was just about to start. And we when we got there. Asked the bartender, just turned on the Flyers game. Every TV in the place had the national championship pregame on. Just asked to put one TV on the Flyers game. And they straight up laughed. They were like, why? Why would anyone do that? I was like, yeah, I, 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 you know, I just, this is my, I got to talk about this for an hour afterwards. And it's way easier if I have a couple Guinness in me, uh, you know, just to, just to get it flowing here. But, oh, there's just, you know how I like to start this with my couple of takeaways from this game and then open it up to you guys? I got nothing, fam. I Like, what – how many – it's it's so beyond this season. It's so beyond, oh, they need to tweak this line, and maybe if they give this guy more ice time. Maybe if they – like, I can't even, you know, plays from behind the net. It doesn't even matter. It's just a bad team. And I just feel like a sucker. I feel like a sucker for buying in and thinking – that they were more than they are. Like, last year's second half um, was just bullshit. Like, they just – I don't know. I, I, they just played well above what their actual talent level is, apparently, because you take the first half of last year, you take the first half, now we're into the second half. This was game 42. We are now into the second half, and they're still terrible. Like, I don't know, go back to 17-18 uh, or go back to 16-17 where they missed the playoffs. And I, this team has just been bad with the exception of a couple of second-half runs for the last how many years? This, this is just a – this group is not good. There's – who the hell was in net? J- J- Chester fucking Bennington shut them out tonight? Like, who? what's the guy's actual name? Uh, where are you? Where, um, Billington. Uh, Jordan Bennington, that's it. Who is Chester Bennington now that I now that I've said it? I just let's look that up. That'll be the first thing we looked up. We uh Chester Bennington is a uh, was an American singer. So oh the dude from Lincoln Park. That's right. All right. Well now I'm sorry I made a joke about it. Uh you know, his memory doesn't need to get drunk drug into this uh this fucking debacle that is the Flyers 2018-19 season. Uh, so let's just start the group therapy. Let's just get it going. Let's see what you all have to say. Um, shut out at home by a journeyman AHL goalie. Yeah, I mean, first first NHL start for the dude, and you get – what they even put on him? Like uh, 25 shots? You got outshot 37 to 25? Holy shit. I didn't even know it was that bad. But honestly, when I was sitting there preparing for this – I thought, you know, I'm not going to say the Flyers had zero scoring chances, but I'll be damned if I can remember any. Like, how many of those 25 shots were even the least bit threatening? Uh, Let's see how many of these uh, shots came from defensemen. Four for Sanheim, one for Gudis, 
two for Provorov, and three for Ghost. So that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten of their 25 shots from defensemen. Uh, JVR, zero shots. Way to go, goal scorer. No shots on net. Uh, let's see here. Konechny, Couturier, and Giroux combined for three, four, five, six, seven of the 25. So really, it's just them, some defensemen. Like, this team, oh, my God. I, I can't believe how many people are even joining this thing. I guess it's to see if I'm going to break down or not. Uh, I'm not because at this point, what the hell, I'm not going to care more than they do. Uh, Chuck Fletcher just needs to start doing shit. It doesn't uh, – just one thing. Just do one thing that makes – even just call up Myers and Friedman. It isn't hard. Why – who are these guys on this uh, – like Michael Roffel, what's the point? I lo- I'm a Michael Roffel fan. You all know it. I stick up for him when people say he stinks, blah, blah, blah. On a good team, he's a nice fourth liner, but this is so far from a good team. What is the point of Michael Roffel? Uh, let's see. Yeah, Dale Weiss. Nice season. I don't give a shit. Jordan Wheel. You all know I'm a Jordan Wheel fan. But once again, a good role player, on a, a nice little role player on a good team. This is so far from a good team. Uh, Gudis. I like Gudis. But see ya. You're, you're a veteran with, with no point. Christian Follin. At least he's in for AMAC. And no AMAC is good. Um, but as we can see, this team, how nice was it when we could just blame Andrew McDonald for everything, huh? When it was just like, oh, well, if Andrew McDonald, you know, no, this is just – is just a bad group of players. I don't I don't care. Like what is the point of so many of these guys? Just bring up some players. That's not even a trade at this point because clearly at least in my mind, I know other people have other opinions and honestly, you could be more right than I am. So I'm not going to argue with you if you're going to say, "Oh, Chuck Fletcher's not doing shit." You know what? Maybe he's not. But from what I'm seeing at this point is every GM is waiting him out. And just waiting to see if he does some dumb flyer stuff. If he came in with a mandate for change, you know, a bias for action and all that stuff, um, they're going to wait and see if, oh, maybe if he gets impatient, if Hextall got fired for being too patient, maybe he, and of course that means Holmgren and Dave Scott and that whole crew, maybe they all get impatient and all of a sudden we get Jake Voracek for a fourth round pick. Like, that's what I'm thinking is out there right now. I could be totally way off base here, but that's what I'm thinking is going on. Every other GM, like Elliot Friedman says, I quote this all the time, when you're looking for a life preserver, they throw you anvils. And that's what I'm thinking is going on now as we approach the trade deadline, as that gets closer and closer, uh, the end of next month, deadlines make things happen. So I think we'll get to see a little, that'll shake some things loose. We'll get to see a little bit happen, uh, at least start to happen by then. Uh, maybe the beginning of next month, we'll start to see some things shake loose. But uh, just call some guys up. Like, there's so many people just taking up space up here. Just so many guys who are just here, who have no purpose. Like, who don't even – and, you know, they're NHL players. I'm not, like, degrading them as humans. I'm just saying on this team, in this franchise, in the situation the Flyers are in, What's the point of not playing Vorobiev and NAK and Friedman and Myers? If these guys are close to NHL players, let's see if they actually are NHL players. I I just, I don't get it. I don't get the point of it. All right, let's see. Hey, Bill Myers. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, Let's see. Fallen looked terrible. Not likely. It re- not like it really matters. Yeah, that's the you know I liked phone when he was in for AMAC in November or whenever the hell that was. It seems like six years ago. I can't believe this season's only half over. My God, forty more games. Forty more games. Ugh. At least we're in. We're solidly in the lose for Hughes sweepstakes now. We just we just won uh, the first annual uh, Jack Hughes Cup. But yeah, like Christian Folan, like what am I going to complain about Christian Folan when they score zero against a, a goalie making his first start? There'll be plenty of time to complain about the Christian Folans of the world. And I, I just realized I've been saying that a lot about those guys lately. Like, oh, you know, we'll have plenty of time to complain about Andrew McDonald tonight. The problem was, you know, X or Y. And there's so many of those games now where it's not even one play. It's just a whole organizational mindset that is losing them games. Uh, McDonald is why we lost tonight. Yeah, uh, I turned it off after the first period. I missed nothing. That's true. Uh, didn't AMAC take out Hay? 
Not that it would have mattered this game. Uh, yeah, I, 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 the comments are coming in so fast. I just have to scroll down and kind of start from there. I'm sorry if I missed your stuff, guys. There's just a lot of people in here with a lot to say, and I can't keep up. Uh, if Gritty was GM, would anyone even notice the difference? I guess not. Imperative this team loses to the Kings. I think it's imperative that this team take away as few points from these final 40 games as possible. Uh, the other day when they got that loser point against Calgary, I honestly thought that was a well-earned one point. They played pretty structurally sound against a team that was so much better than them. I, I, I waved my no more loser point thing for the season and went, you know what, well-earned one point, you got that one, way to go. Uh, but tonight, when it was one nothing late, I was just like, this has – this shit has loser point written all over it, and that is nothing but a detriment at this point. And I am no longer in, like, hoard asset, we need every prospect, all that. I'm no longer in that mode. We did it. It's They have all the assets and all that shit. But at this point, the season is so far gone that what is the point of anything other than trying to get the best possible player at the draft you can? And the only way to do that is to be is to have the best chances in the draft lottery. That's all there is to it. Um like I, I, as I keep saying, I think this thing is totally fixable. Uh, it, it'll take a lot of moves. It'll take a bunch of savvy moves. And I always reference what Holmgren did in 2007. Uh, he, he made a bunch of moves. He signed some guys. He made some trades. And they're all smart, savvy moves. And he got them back to the Eastern Conference Finals in a year after they only won 22 games. It's doable. It's going to take some work. It's not going to be easy. But I think it's doable. But for this year, screw it. Just trying to get a top two pick. Uh, maybe they haven't called anyone up because they are hoping to showcase the trash. We have to trade it away. Don't know who would want these guys, but yeah, no, at this point you're just hoping a GM believes a change of scenery for Wayne Simmons will make a difference. Like, Oh no, we have a good play driving, you know, three C and we have an opening net front in an otherwise pretty decent power play. So we want Simmons leadership and grit and all that stuff. And we have a role we think he'll be good in. So let's trade for him. Like that's what you're hoping. It can't possibly be based on any single player's performance this year, because if it is, you ain't getting shit. Great move firing Hexy and Hack. Seems like the team is even worse now. At least we're out of mediocre mode, right? Like if everyone's complaint was, Man, they've just been mediocre for so long. Well, they are so far below mediocre at this point that at least you can't say, oh, it's the same season all over again. Nope. It's a brand new season, a season of a terrible team. More more bobblehead nights try to get to people to attend that muck. Hey, who doesn't love a bobblehead? Uh, actually, do I have any back here right now? No, I don't. I have different stuff on my shelf, but I typically have the uh, Frank Bialowis back there. And... Oh, bad news, fam. The Ted Theodore Logan bobblehead actually uh, fell off of the shelf the other day when I stumbled in here, and uh, he's he's broken. I need to get some Gorilla Glue on that bad boy. He uh, broke off at the ankles. Go Birds! Yes, absolutely. Caps are going to kill them tomorrow. You know, uh, we always say that, and it's it would be the most Flyers thing to go out and win 5-1 to one tomorrow. That would be the most Flyers thing. I can't believe this a team has the opportunity to lose 10 straight in back-to-back -back seasons. What was this, five? Was this five losses in a row? I've lost count. Fly equals fly. Yep. The hype for the stadium series is gone. Well, you know. Will McKenna start tomorrow and mark uh, and make our seventh starting goalie? You know, that's a good that's a good question. Do they throw McKenna in there? Why not? Um what was it, 35 or 37 shots for, uh... yeah, what, what did he actually face, though, Hart? Hart faced 36, right, the empty netter. Um, so, yeah, it would it's pretty good workload for Hart tonight. So you would guess they don't throw him in back-to-backs. Your guess is as good as mine. Maybe McKenna gets in. Seven starting goalies, 43 games into the year. That's beautiful. Wouldn't pay five bucks to see them play. Yep. I agree. Remember back when we bitched about Hackstall? Ha, ha, ha. Good times. Listen, I'm not... Like I... 
like I always said, I think all coaches are bad, and coaches don't have a huge effect on the game. I think if this was actually a good team, Hackstall would hurt them more. Like, if, when you're just looking for every – when you're up against other good teams and you're in a best-of-seven series or something and you need every edge because it's going to come down to one or two goals after seven games, that's what it's going to come down to. And, uh, you know, it's, it's that value at the margins, like the Phillies are always talking about. I think Hackstall provided them with very little value at the margins and just wasn't the guy for this team. Um, that said, we're now seeing, obviously, the players on the ice aren't good enough. That is very, very clear. And um, moving on from him, while I think it was the right call and it happened too late, honestly, um, we're seeing that that there are bigger issues. And it's more than just Hackstall. It's more than just McDonald. It's more than just Brian Elliott's chest. There are so many – or abdomen, whatever the fuck. Uh, there are so many problems, and there's just there needs to just be some work. So, some things really need to happen here. And some things, you know, are out of your hands. Patrick just needs to be good. You know, Patrick was the second overall pick. You have to stick with him. That's You have no choice. But he just needs to turn out good, and that's not something you have a ton of control over. The coach, yeah, you have control over the coach. You can just say, see you. And they did. And, you know, while it's not paying dividends right now, I think it will. But I never expected him to be the coach, you know, when this team was good anyway. So, whatever. Seven losses in a row. It's seven in a row? Holy shit. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, let's get to 10. Let's get to 11. Uh, today uh, was the anniversary of the breaking of the uh, the undefeated streak. Um, maybe uh, Maybe we can get back. Maybe we can match it with a defeated streak. They need to bring back the black sweaters from 2000s. I don't know if that'll do it. McKenna will be the next sacrifice for Kako. Yes, absolutely. I sat out this game. Big interview tomorrow. Wish them luck. I wish them better flyers. Yeah, good luck. Good luck with your interview tomorrow. What's it like doing post-games for horseshit games like this one? Honestly, this one's great because I didn't even have to pay that close of attention to the game because this game didn't matter. Like, individual games no longer matter other than I hope they get as few points as possible. Like, every week when they have a possible six, eight points, I hope they get one or two tops. Like, just lose. it. You threw away the season with your effort in the first half. Just lose now. I get to I get to hang out with everyone here. It's really not that bad. And I get to rant and rave about my nonsense. So it's, you know, there are much worse jobs in this world than having to talk about the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, you could be Cody Park. <laughs> Jack Hughes is not the answer. He was less than impressive. I'm glad you watched a little bit of uh, of one tournament. There you go. I want Fletcher's phone number, don't we all? Are we going to hire Q? I, you know, your guess is as good as mine, man. Uh, I think they definitely have Q targeted. I think they're going to try to bring him in. I think he's number one on their wish list. Um, maybe they have an agreement with him for the end of the year. As that report, when it first came out, they're going to fire Hack. They're going to bring in Q. I think the timeline was a little different than when it got reported, but I do think there's something there. That said, the guy has his choice of jobs. Uh, they're going to have to do some stuff, and they're going to have to at least show they're heading in the right direction um, uh, before before he he you know signs uh, a contract with this team because. When you have your choice of jobs, why would you pick the one of the team that's going to finish in the bottom five if there are other options? Once again, we make a shit goalie a star. How can we not put the puck in the net? Because this, whatever it is, this team just doesn't go to the areas where goals are scored enough. Uh, the one chance I can think of was that ghost wraparound that uh, Pareko made a nice play on Couturier to tie him up, and uh, they don't do that kind of stuff enough. You need passes from behind the net. You need to get to that home plate area, and you need to bury your shots when you get them, and they just don't do enough of that. 
huge shocker the minor league replacement coach isn't any better. Yeah, that's I, I again I, I think one, all coaches are bad, and two, coaches only have so much influence over the outcome of individual games. Like, you know, at the, over the course of a year, maybe they give you a great maybe Babcock gives you a few wins and this and that. But at the end of the day, like Look at the teams Peter Laviolette coaches. He wins because he has great teams. And there's something to that because there are plenty of great teams that don't win, you know. Look at the Blues. The Blues have a ton of talent. They're terrible. Maybe that's coaching. Maybe it's just a thing in the locker room. Maybe some mindset. Maybe they're just having a bad luck year uh, because, like, their goal score is shooting 8%. But, you know, I, I think overall a coach only has so much influence. Yeah, I think Hughes is just – it's the goal – it's one game, guys. Like, the World Juniors isn't the best way to judge. It's it's one tournament. It's one – like, when you have guys playing at elite levels for an entire season for most of their career, like, the World Juniors is fun, and it's a way to get a look at guys, but it's not the only way to judge players. Hack and Hexy kept this team in mediocrity. This is what uh, the team truly is. They're a terrible team that's nowhere near being a cup contender. Hey, we could lose four games this week. Hey, Bill, do they still have the season ticket holders Q&A sessions? Got to believe management would get blasted. Yeah, I'm fairly certain Hexy ended those because guys would be like, Hey, um, facts say that you, your lineup decision are bad. Why Why do you keep with these lineups? And Hackstall will go, stats, as if stats aren't, you know, facts, because that's what they are. It's just, it's a fact. You know, it, when the other team outshoots you, you know, for every 10 shots they get seven, well, that means the guys on the ice never have the puck. Like, whatever, whatever you want to say, this means this, stats are facts. And they didn't like that fans came in with facts. No, no, we're fine. No, you're not. No, you're not. I haven't missed a game in years, but I'm strongly considering not watching tomorrow. This team is killing me. I'm telling you they're going to come out and win tomorrow because that's what they do. I enjoy seeing how they lose. Winning would crush me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it, like that was tonight. I was like, please don't, please don't make a stupid comeback. At that, it'll just give us all false hope. It's just a waste of time. Would Q really even consider coming to this shit show? Sure he would. Pay him money. Do anything for money. That's what everyone does. Patrick and Voracek for Pedersen. Why would they do that? Pedersen's who they're going to build their franchise around. Will Flyers fans start watching The Bachelor instead of our own games? Is that how bad our team is? There is nothing in this world uh, that would make me watch The Bachelor. Why do anything? They are selling tickets. They're not, though. And playoff tickets are, like, where you make your money. So, like, they do want to win. It's not. That's not really true. Why do fans show up for the games? Because people like watching hockey. I mean, they're they're fans. That's what fans do. Did you see the seats tonight? Not many people showed up. The core for the longest time relied on the power play. Now the power play sucks and they can't score even strength. They have no bottom six. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, th this team, uh, it's, you know. They're finally getting some pretty decent goaltending overall out of Carter Hart. He had the one really bad game, but I think overall he's been pretty strong. Uh, but for most of the year, they had no goalie. They have no depth. Uh, you know, they're the guys they expected to give them some scoring depth really, um, really let them down the start this year. And you know, the penalty kill is what it is. We always knew it was bad. And the power play shit the bed this year. So I don't know how they would even begin to win games.
Disagree on your coach theory. Pittsburgh turned around with Sullivan, and they won a cup with Bilesma, who's not good. Like, they just had some really, really bad ones. Like, yeah, but that's a good team regardless. They were just really bad before that. Out of all the players who shouldn't be looked to be traded, uh, they're Hart, Konechny, and Patrick. I'm with you on Hart just because you need this guy to turn out. It's the thing you've been looking for for my whole life. Uh, you need Carter Hart to turn out. Um, I don't want to move Konechny and Patrick, but what have they done to be like, oh, they're untouchable? I don't want to Williams and Sharp these guys. I don't want to give them away for the Matt Ellisons of the world. Uh, I, I don't want to just give up on them. But – uh, Drew and Hart, they're my only untouchables. Anyone else? What, what have you done? What have you done? Do you think maybe it's Holmgren is the problem? Holmgren did a hell of a job 2007 to, I would say, up until the trade deadline in 2011. Um, he's done some really dumb shit since then, but I, I can't blame it on Holmgren. I just think... This team is missing they, – they haven't given themselves the opportunity to get the right pieces. This is just a, a poorly constructed team. Um, a lot. Some of that is Holmgren. Some of it's Hextall. Some of it's just circumstance. Like I said, I think this thing is very, very fixable. It's going to take some work. It's not the easiest task in the world, but given the cap space that they have, which is a ton, given the picks that they have, which is every pick for, for from now until eternity, they have all the draft picks still, including a couple extras, and all the prospects they have, which is one of the deepest pools in the league, this thing is incredibly fixable. Um, and Holmgren has done things in the past that make me believe he can get them out of this. And with Chuck Fletcher in a fresh perspective, I believe this is doable. Um We'll see. I, I can't blame it all on Holmgren because I've seen him be successful in the past. But, yeah, he sucked from, let's call it, the end of 2011 through uh, 2014 when Hextall took over. Gordon Ramsay should coach the Flyers. I think there should be no coach. I think Claude Giroux should be player coach. Uh, coaches shouldn't be allowed on the bench anyway. Who do you see getting moved at the deadline, if anyone? I assume all the pending free agents will get moved. Uh, Raffle, Wheel, Simmons, um, that group of players. Uh, I don't think you can move any of the goalies because who the hell wants injured goalies? Uh, outside of them, I think they're going to have to wait until the offseason uh, to make the big blockbuster-type moves. I just think teams don't like to do that shit in season. It's just there's so many moving parts and there's so many other things GMs are working on. I don't know if we get a um, one of the premier guys moved up until uh, the season is actually over. Isn't Q getting paid like six? Yeah, he's getting paid six mil. I don't think he's. I don't think he goes anywhere until after this season. I do not believe Coach Quenville is going to come here until this season ends, which is, and at that point he will have his pick of jobs. Whoever is without a coach or whoever's coach might be on a hot seat, whoever underachieved or went on a losing streak at the end of the year, whatever. Um, everyone is going to be one in Coach Quenville unless you're like a couple of teams. So. He's going to have his pick. I don't see him coaching this year. That would just be dumb. Why would you not get the rest of your $6 million to sit on your ass? I want a real solid 40-game losing streak to end the season after tomorrow's win. I'm for that. Oscar Lindblom, not as good as we initially thought. I think he's basically what I thought he was. I thought he was going to be a good depth scorer. I mean, the kid was a fifth-round pick, and again, still young. I just think get him on a line with a good play-driving center, and he will be an excellent third-line scorer. You will be able to roll three very good lines with Oscar Lindblom on the third. Um, I never thought he was going to be a superstar. That's 
you know, he had a nice, he had one really good season in Sweden, but he was always kind of a project. And as a fifth round pick, if you just get a contributor, if a fifth round pick is a contributor at any level, it is an outstanding pick. I think he's going to perform honestly better than a, a nice contributor. I think he's going to be a good third line player and you need those, you need depth to win as we've seen. Uh, and he's going to be one of those good depth players, but anyone who's expecting him to be, a 25-goal, 60-point guy, I just think, had their expectations too high. If he's, you know, Scotty Upshaw with 18 goals and is do, playing a good two-way game for you, I think that's that's a that's a hell of a, of a fifth-round pick. Yes, Holmgren is part of the problem. Hextall tried fixing it, and we fired him. Uh, Hextall had his time, and I think Hextall did a good job for the time he was here. I think he did what he was here to do. He opened up some cap space. He uh, didn't sign anyone to a really bad contract. He restocked and really stocked because they never had a good farm system. He stocked a completely depleted farm system uh, and didn't mortgage the future in any way. And now it's the next guy's job to, you know, when it's like working walks in baseball. Everyone wants on base percentage. Everyone wants this. Everyone wants, everyone wants that. And, you know, when the bases are loaded, that's awesome. But eventually someone has to get a hit. And the next guy's job with now the base is loaded, basically, is to get a hit with, uh, with Ron Hextall's, with everything, with you know, all the ducks on the pond that Hextall gave him. It is now time to get a hit. Bill, will Isaac Ratcliffe be on the team next year? I would love it. Um... But I expect him – how old is Ratcliffe? Is he AHLL eligible next year? I expect him to have – unless he comes in and has a huge camp. Uh, yeah, he'll be 19 – he'll be 20 next month, so he'll be AHL eligible next year. Uh, I expect him to at least start the year at the Phantoms, I think. Um, I was really high on Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe was one of the guys before they won the draft lottery. I was looking at it 13. Um but I, I just think he's going to take some time to develop, as big guys often do. Don't cycle the puck enough. All they do is cycle the puck along the boards. They need to try to penetrate the slot. I never said they don't cycle the puck enough. I said they don't get the puck down low enough and then go to the goal-scoring areas. That's, I, I said exactly what you're saying. Gudis could maybe get moved. Yeah, I think Gudis has some value. You could definitely move on from him. I would love to see it. Um, you know, with a year left on his deal, I don't know how interested they are, but I think guys with term, a right-handed defenseman who's having a damn good year, I think you could get a lot for him. I would love to see Gudis moved. And I'm a Gudis fan, like I said, um, but what's the point? What's the point? I want Morgan Frost up next season. Uh, Huser Kako playing out of the gate, Panarin and Carlson signed. I would love all those things, guys. Morgan Frost has to make the team. That's Morgan Frost has to come into camp and win a job. That's what he has to look like. He's ready to play in the NHL. So I'm going to be honest with you. I, I want I wanted the kid to make it this year. He did not look close to ready. Just didn't. Um, you know, I, I, I would love it. Uh, for everyone, oh, he's too small. Did you watch Calgary? Johnny Goudreau is playing at 165 pounds, skating circles around the league. Um, I was like 165 in the sixth or seventh grade. You can play in this league at that size, but you need to have the rest of your game developed or you will get killed. That's There is still an element of you can get killed if you don't have everything else. Quenville wouldn't have made a difference with these slugs. No, honestly, I'm glad he's not here to help them get the extra six points that he would have contributed um, for the rest of the year because that's just taking away from our lottery chances. No coach is going to fix this thing. I keep saying if Fred Shiro walked in the door tomorrow, this team would still be in last place. Flyers are eating too much pizza and wings. Well, we all are.
I don't think anyone just assumes we're getting Hughes or Kako. It's just you have to raise your chances of getting them. The only way to do so is being at having the best odds in the draft lottery. No one's just saying, oh, yes, we're definitely getting them. It's just to get them or another very good player at the top of the draft, you need to raise your chances of getting them. Sanheim did have a good game, David. I agree. I want to see Sanheim playing every minute possible at this point. Uh, I don't care what anyone's role is going to be after uh, this season and when they're a good team, whenever the hell that's going to be again. I want the guys who are going to be here in the future, the young players, getting every possible minute. Honestly, I want Giroud to come down with a phantom injury for the last month and a half of this season. Just say, you know what, G, we let you down this year, and we don't need you taking an unnecessary beating. And I know that's not a hockey player mentality. I know that's not what you do with a captain. But this year is a lost cause, and he is your only great player. So what is the point? Like, I just – it doesn't make any sense. AMAC thinks Attack of the Clones is the best Star Wars movie. I will take the – Attack of the Clones is – 20 times the movie Phantom Menace is. Phantom Menace makes me want to bang my head against a brick wall. Like, Phantom Menace makes me think, you know what would be better than this? Um, actually being in Bird Box and seeing the shit and losing your mind. Also, did anyone see Bird Box? What an awful piece of shit that was. My God, how much is Netflix paying the media to pretend that this Bird Box challenge is a thing just to make people go, oh, I'll watch that. Uh, they're talking about it on the news. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It might be worse than The Village. Do you think Frost makes an impact right away? Uh, do I think he'll be a 60-point guy out of the gate? I don't, but... The only way to find I, – I want guys' clocks to start as soon as possible. I want to get them in and have them on NHL ice immediately, let them learn what the league is, let them take their bumps and bruises, let them have their struggles, let them have their stupid turnovers, all the rookie mistakes, so that they get good faster. I think that's the only way. Who is completely safe from being traded, if anyone? Car, uh, you except for Cart, you said except for Carter Hart, um, Claude Drew. That's he's the only one. And I guess uh, I don't know what a team. I can't see a team taking on JVR at the beginning of a contract. So probably him. Um, but that's it. Yeah, this team just doesn't fit together. Yeah, I've said it over and over. Like, when I talk about the chemistry and this team being right, I don't think it's, like, a personality thing. I don't think it's a locker room thing. I don't think it's a leadership thing. When I'm talking about the chemistry, I just think they have too many square pegs round holes. They just don't have guys who fit together uh, well enough. Like, Couturier, Giroux, very good tandem. I want those guys together. Beyond those two, I don't see many good fits. I really, really don't. Um uh, the the Limblom Patrick Connecty line has shown flashes, but I don't think that line has enough speed and enough of like a single finisher. It's just uh, Limblom might be kind of a finisher, but I think more in a third line than a top six role. But I, I, I there's just not enough guys who do who complement each other uh, playing together. You know, you have Simmons and uh, and JVR in a line together. I, I that's not going to work. Wow, no shots. Really, no shots for JVR. Really tough to score like that. Yeah, that's a disappointment because he was starting to play a little better. I will say, I think JVR was starting to play a little better for like his previous 15 games. He was on like a 27 or so goal pace. Um, you know, not bad um, considering where he was coming back from the injury and everything. I'm not nearly as concerned as, at, about JVR as everybody else, but. I know what he is. He's going to be frustrating to watch sometimes. He's not a top-line player. He's an efficient guy. Uh, you need a really good center with him. You need a guy who's going to drive play and get him set up to be able to score goals. But when he's in that role, he will score goals, and goals are good. <laughs> 
It's Chaco Taco. If we're going to make up a name for Capo Caco, who really doesn't need a nickname because that's just a great nickname, but Chaco Taco is his nickname. I actually feel bad for Gordon. He's probably wishing he was back with the Phantoms. Uh, I doubt it. Um, I'm sure, you know, this is better than taking a bus everywhere. I think we should just let the players make the lines. At least let Yuri uh, cut up the lines. Oh, shit, is that not what we're talking about? Um, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, I don't. I hate coaches, man. I really do. Game would be so much better without coaches, without referees. Just let the players play. Embrace the tank. I, this isn't a tank. This is just a bad team. That's I'm all for losing as much as possible to get near as near to the top of the draft as you can. But this isn't a tank. This is just a bad team. Thank you. I thought Bird Box was highly mediocre. Thank you, Jeff. I tried to watch it. It was boring. Everyone loved it. Yeah, I don't understand what anyone watched it. Should they move JVR to the top line to try and get him going? Um, I, I don't really care if he gets going this year or not. Uh, it would be nice if he finished the year with a good goal total. Maybe move, uh, maybe move Giroux over to the right wing because he's played there uh, in the past. I wouldn't hate it. Um, the one thing, again, it, it's a little thing because individual games, individual matchups don't really matter this year. But... I want Couturier and Giroux out against other 1Cs, and I don't want JVR out against top lines. I want him uh, scoring his goals in, like, a middle six role um, and on the power play. But, yeah, sure, move move Giroux over to the right wing and put JVR up there with Couturier. Why the hell not? Um, why the hell not? Hey, Bill, did you see any improvement in Patrick tonight? I didn't notice Nolan Patrick once tonight. Sign man holds up a new sign saying we stink. Freaking sign man. Any update on Sam Moran? Um, you know, last time... Uh, last time they updated him, it was it, he'll he'll be available. What I think is going to happen with Moran is right before the trade deadline, he's going to get a conditioning stint in the AHL, and right after the rosters expand, after the trade deadline, he will be here. That is my expectation with Sam Moran. What have you thought about Provy's play in the past couple of weeks? I think he has his ups and downs. I think he makes one good play and then one bad play. I saw it all, like, in a couple of shifts tonight. I saw him do, you know, it's he's having a down year. And that's just what happens with 21-year-old defensemen in this league playing first, mi for playing first pair minutes. Uh, he was decent enough in year one. He, he took a huge step in year two, and now – He's hitting a wall a little bit. He's just having the struggles we haven't really seen him have for any sustained period of time. I have very little worry about what Ivan Provorov is going to be, um, but it is a shame when you look at a guy who built your expectations up and like one of the things you could take away as a silver lining from this year would be, oh, well, yeah, we, we got even more proof that Provorov is going to be great. Uh, I think Provorov is going to be a damn good player, but it is a terrible year for him. I don't understand why they haven't put JVR on the top line yet. I, they tried it for a little bit when they moved Giroux back to center. I just, I, I'm not a fan of Giroux at center at this point, especially for as a long-term fix. I understand why they did it, because they have no other effective centers outside of Couturier. Um, but I just wasn't, uh, unless you're going to play him with Giroux and Couturier, I just don't see a good fit for him on a top line.
Yeah, Patrick needs to stay at center. That's where he, uh, I guess someone suggested maybe moving him to wing. He's His two-way game is where you get the most value out of him, and you want him to continue to do the things he does well, even if he struggles everywhere else, because at least it's something to build on. And it's and he's a going forward, he's going to be a center. Moving, I just don't see any value in moving him to wing. JVRG Patrick would be nice to see. I think that would be a disaster. All right, let's scroll down, see what else we got here. I don't see how Couturier is the most disappointing player in the team. That's, I mean, Jesus. Why do we struggle against mediocre goaltending? Because the team isn't very good. Should be taking a bigger step in year three. It's just, uh, development isn't linear. Development just isn't linear. It's just, I know it's disappointing, but that's just the way things are. Patrick seems stunted, I or stunned. I'm not sure what you mean there, but um, he's just, uh, I think the injuries early hurt him. Uh, obviously, injuries hurt. I, I think injuries early held him back from absorbing as much as he possibly could and getting up to speed as fast as he possibly could. And, man, some guys just take longer. Again, uh, top of the draft, being second overall is disappointing when they're not an impact player right away. And he had a pretty decent second half of the season last year. So you go, okay, pick up from there. But some guys just take longer. Uh, I want to stick with Patrick because you have to. It's a number two pick that fell in your lap. Find out about him, but it's definitely disappointing to see he hasn't made much of an impact at all. <laughs> when Stolarz is back, he takes McKenna's spot, right? I think he has to. Um, I think, he, yeah, yeah. McKenna's a, a straight up journeyman. I, you know. Love the shirt, Bill. Need to bring him to the main roster? Absolutely not. Let him be great there. Uh, <laughs> The main roster is a shit show, man. Why would you want to? That's like, uh, like all, you know, uh, like everyone who was saying, oh, they need to bring Hart up, and everyone said, why would you want to play him behind this defense? Like, I want Champa, I want Tommaso Champa in NXT being awesome because he just wouldn't be nearly as awesome on the main roster. Uh, no one ever thought Patrick was the next McDavid or Matthews Anthony, so that's really not like a thing. Nobody thought that. In fact, going into the draft, everyone said there's no McDavid or Matthews here. That was a running narrative about that draft. But Oh, my God, who cares about plus minus? Do you think the younger speedy guys feel like the older core are holding them back? Well, if they are, they haven't done anything to prove it. I mean, we're halfway through the year, and Travis Konechny's on pace for 20 goals. Like, he's got 10 goals. That's not enough. Not enough. If these young speedy guys are being held back by the core, they're not doing anything to supplant them. Yeah, you can't trade Drew. It's not happening. It's just not happening. It's just not happening, guys. Get over it. Drew isn't going to be traded. It's not happening. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't trade your only great player. It's nonsense. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see about... uh. We'll see about Fletcher. Drew and Simmons for Nylander and Kadri and Gardner. So you want to lose even more games. And that doesn't make sense for either team whatsoever. Drew's not being traded. It's not happening. 
If you don't understand plus minus importance in hockey, it's easy to understand why you can't figure out how they suck. Uh, yeah, sure. That's yeah, because it has no importance whatsoever. Like, oh my god, it's the worst stat in hockey by far. <laughs> my god, plus minus is what we're talking about. That's it. Ugh. They're definitely gonna, uh, Steve. They're definitely gonna wait till closer to the trade de- deadline to make a move because no one's gonna give them a good. No one's going to give them a good return for anything right now because why would they? They know the Flyers are desperate, and they know Fletcher came in with a mandate to do something. So every other GM is looking at the Flyers and going, okay, let's see what happens when you get impatient, though, because the last guy was fired for being too patient. So I, it's, it's probably not the best idea to pull the trigger right now as much as I want something to happen. Guys, I get paid more the more people who listen to my show, and – if the Flyers do something, more people will listen to my show. So it would be good for me if the Flyers just did literally anything. But I don't think it would be good for the team right now to make a trade for the sake of making a trade just because I'm looking at the landscape of the league and seeing every GM is looking to unload bullshit on the Flyers because why wouldn't they? That's how other GMs work. It's not a, oh, you help me, I'll help you league. It's a, if I help you more than I help myself, I'm going to be fired league. Unless, of course, you're the GM in Edmonton, in which case, I guess, you have to shoot the owner to get fired or something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't understand. Don't understand how that dude has a job. Flyers next GM. So, But freaking Pete Chiarelli, my God. All right, guys. I think we've pretty much. Uh, I think we've pretty much. <laughs> uh, I think we've pretty much just talked to uh, talk through this one. We did over fifty minutes tonight, so I'm happy with that. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for ha- hanging out. Uh, be sure subscribe to the podcast. Just search Broad Street Hockey anywhere podcasts are available. iTunes, Spotify. All those goddamn places. You know where you listen to podcasts. Search Broad Street Hockey. You will find us. Uh, So hit that subscribe button. And, of course, give us that great rating because we do content. Hashtag content. Uh, Again, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. We will have a show for you. Christ, Wednesday, I guess. I'm not really sure what we're doing this week with the Flyers schedule, but I think we're going to be recording Wednesday, BSH Radio. Uh, Fly Perbally will be doing their thing. Kelly always has her checking out the competitions before every game. So be sure to check those out as well. Have a great week, everybody. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly.